Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details course race week at kansas speedway those guys everything's starting to happen now it's wednesday people are pulling in the rvs are starting to get there the trailers are starting to get there the circus is rolling into town you know there's only a couple of races a year at kansas speedway for uh for nascar and this is the huge weekend this is just the monster yeah i was uh, i think this first time i can remember there's actually four races out there this weekend yes yes but there's two separate weight race weekends what i was saying right right yeah so, but they uh, so the four races, of course, are going to be. There's a doublehead.er On Saturday, and I've got the Infinity. So, what is it? How's it set up? It sets. Uh, up trucks are on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Xfinity Arca doubleheader on Saturday, and then the second race in the Chase or the the Cup playoffs is on Sunday. Now, it's interesting enough. Bob and I don't go to races together huh. because we see it completely differently. <clears throat> Bob is such a weirdo. He will go Friday and Saturday and watch all those races. But even though he's a Cup guy. And he likes that. He will go home and watch a race. So on Saturday, I love spending the day down in the garage area during practice and qualifying for the cup guys because you see all the drivers walking around. They're working on the cars. The crews are working on the cars. They're going out. They're practicing. They're coming back in the garages. I love to watch the behind the scenes. I guess it'd be the equivalent of like going to a Chiefs practice and seeing how they how they work it all out. So Saturday is always my favorite day to to go down the garage area and just kind of get the behind the scenes look. But then Sunday, he wants to watch it from his house. Because, I mean, I would... <laughs> By the way, Pat Warren know this? Uh, no, he doesn't. I was kind of hoping he, he would he never really find out. He appreciates this. He's trying to sell tickets for asses and seats. He really appreciates that kind of, a, you know, friendship. Yes. Uh, I've, I've no, re- I have no response. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting this, guess, uh, this new driver, man. Hold on a second. Born October 9th in Huntersville, North Carolina, he started his racing career after receiving his first go-kart at age 2, moving on to quarter midgets and winning several championships before even reaching his teens. He's raced in the ARCA and Xfinity series before making his Cup Series debut last year, racking up to top 10 finishes this season. And this Sunday, he rolls into Kansas Speedway for the Hollywood Casino 400. Please welcome, up-and-coming NASCAR star, Harrison Britton. Hey Harrison, welcome to the show, man. Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you as well. Thanks for having me on. You, uh, wow, it's, it's very seldom anymore that you meet a guy, uh, first full year in, in the Cup, and, uh, and, and, I mean, you've been doing it for so long, it's, it's not... It makes it would make no sense at all to say you're new. You're not new to this. You were racing trucks when you were 16 years old. Yeah, I know. I've 
I'm, uh, it's kind of crazy. I've been racing for, you know, 16 years and I'm 21 years old. So yeah. kind of all I know, it's, uh, it doesn't feel like I'm new. You're right. Uh, I'm obviously new to the cup series, so there's some newness to that, yep. uh, because it's such a high level and the guys there are so good. Um, but man, the, uh, you know, the, the schedule and just getting used to being a race car driver, I've been doing it for so long that that's all normal and, and kind of, I'm settled into that by now, I think. You, you know, and it's going to be part of it. Look, because you're 21 and it's it's new to you, uh, the Cup, it, it's uh, it's going to be, hey, oh, he's the new kid. He's the new kid. But look, you're, you're getting ready to do some real damage in the next few years. I mean, it is uh, it is up to you. It, it really is, man. You you look at all the, the young drivers. You are, right now, you have to be the youngest in the Cup, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I am the youngest. Um, I, my good buddy, uh, Todd Gilland, is probably the second youngest and he's a year or two old he's about a year a little bit over under a year older than me so uh man it's a uh it's cool being the youngest guy i've been the youngest guy a lot because i've moved up through the ranks and and kind of started when i was young and uh i always thought it was weird when there was always a, a, someone that was younger than me in in the cup series full time so or in whatever series it would be full time um yeah i felt weird when i wasn't the youngest guy anymore so yeah. Hopefully, I'll be the youngest guy for a while. Well, listen, I think it's so interesting because you you can people look at you and you have this great young face, obviously, and but you have this incredible uh, wealth of experience racing, which means you're you are so devastating. Like they can look at you and be like, "Oh, this kid. We'll go out. We'll intimidate him a little bit. Maybe we'll we'll run him around a little bit." And you're like, "He already knows everything you're going to try." I mean, that makes you uh, you're weaponized already. Yeah, it works out good that, you know, the baby face, it could be a disadvantage. Uh, yeah. But if, if you use it right, I guess it's an advantage, right? Like you said, it's a, uh, you can kind of be a sleeper that way and it <laughs> don't look the most intimidating out of everybody. No. And, uh, that's all right. You No, you need to walk around the pit and be like, oh, I'm just lucky to be here. Just You just need to give them the goon act so that when you get in the car, they're like, Jesus Christ, what happened to him? We haven't seen him for three laps. <laughs> It's because he's in front That's of right. you. It's because you're not going to see anything but the rear end of the car for the rest of the series. That's, hey, that sounds good to me. Uh, it's a uh, it's a fun business, and there is a lot of that, like, um, I guess, strategy and how you present sure. yourself to others. And some guys try to be friends with everybody. Some guys try to hate everybody. It's, a, uh, it's interesting when you walk in there because uh, you're with these guys 36, 37 weeks of the year travel together you know you're with a lot of these guys a lot you spend sure. a lot of time with these guys but you but you're trying to find a way to beat them and they're trying to find a way to beat you and um it leads to some interesting games being played that's for sure well your dad jeff you know i mean obviously legend jeff burton which means you grew up and a lot of these guys you're racing now watched you grow up <laughs> yeah it's weird uh you know guys like kevin harvick and stuff um and i remember being pretty young and my dad and him were teammates and um, you know, I was a little kid and, and, um, you know, I'm grown up and Kevin is still racing and I'm racing against him. It's, uh, cool how that stuff works out. I looked up to a lot of these guys, sure. uh, because I got to hang out with them and meet them through my dad. And, um, uh, now it's cool to, to race them and, and try and beat them. Now, would you, I mean, cause you look at the series where we're at now in the chase, you know, you're out racing now. You're not in the chase this year, but you're out there on the track, and there's a lot of pressure, man, because one mistake, and you could take a guy's chance away, which is a very real, I would be, 
very aware of that. Obviously, you want to win. You want to do something great for your sponsors. You want to make sure you have a good show. You want to do your absolute best out there. But you never want to take a guy, maybe Denny Hamlin. It's okay to take Jenny Hamlin out of anything. He's a jackhole. <laughs> but the rest of the guys are okay. And, yeah, it, you know, you got to watch it. Yeah, you do. It's tough. It's a tough balance because in racing, I think you have to be fully committed to make things work. You can't second-guess your decisions. You can't, you know, think, oh, I hope this works out before I try this move. I hope, you know, I don't hit the wall. I hope this, you know, you can't really be stuck in that thinking. You have to kind of, I guess, just trust yourself. And so a lot of that, you know, decision-making doesn't come from a lot of thought. It just comes from instincts and a lot of times your instincts are more aggressive than maybe your brain would be in, in you know, 10 minutes after the race. And so, yeah, it's, it's tough to not want to go and, and, you know, race these guys super hard. And, and it works out that they're all really fast, right, because they're in the playoffs for a reason. So to get up front, to, to race for wins, you have to beat those guys. You have to race them. And, and you're going to run, you know, run a, into a situation where you're door-to-door with a guy in the playoffs and, you know, Fortunately for me, uh, I feel like I've uh, not made too many people upset this year. So, um, you know, if I just keep racing the way I have been as far as aggression level to other guys goes, then, you know, there shouldn't be really an issue and, and uh, I don't have to change much around them, right? No, I mean, listen, it's, it's the new car I think is really great. We were discussing yesterday how it really puts everybody on a level playing field. And, uh, you know, you were doing go-karts at two, quarter midgets at four. Uh, at age 12, you know, you were you were already racing, you know, Xfinity, Truck Series, and at 21, your first full year in, in Cup. And, uh, I mean, this is going to be you, – you've already got all this wealth of experience, so you're not intimidated. Even though you're very young, obviously, you're out there. And do you think that uh, – is this – are you intimidated in any fashion now, or is it just another day at the track? Uh, you always get, you know, nerves. Um I think I personally always get nervous before qualifying because it matters so much. And you, you only have one lap to make, you know, make a great lap and, and set up your whole weekend. And, and it's really, really important to get a great one in. So get nervous before qualifying a little bit. I still get nervous before, uh, you know, say we're going somewhere crazy, like, like Darlington this last weekend. You know, you know you're going to be right up against the wall. You know you're going to be going really fast and and uh, and on a really slick racetrack where mistakes happen quickly. You know you still get a little bit. I'm not nervous about that, but you're aware of that. But you know I don't feel intimidated by anywhere I go or, or really any situations. Uh, you know, like you said, I've been racing for so long that a lot of times I've kind of been through those situations before and found a way to get through them at least enough to to get to where I am now, right? And um, you know it's. It's just about trying to keep going and learn as much as I can and get better every weekend. Now, so you're 21 years old. How tall are you? Uh, five foot eleven. So I'm I'm not super tall, but no, I'm, no, I'm but about you're, average. You're tall enough to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been in a I've been in one pit road fight in my career, and uh, TV cameras caught it. So yeah, I'm tall enough to go and and. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's uh, not something you try to do, but I have done it before. It's part of it, man. Listen, you grew up around it. You know this is part of it. And and I, I like it. Like, dude, I'm telling you, that Boyer and uh, Gordon thing and Boyer and a couple of because I'm, a, I'm a, just a huge Boyer fan. And, uh, you know, yeah. and, and like you want to talk about a guy, if you want to know how to live, you need to sit him down and ask him every question off record you possibly can. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I My dad and, and Boyer were teammates for a long time and good friends and so I grew up around Boyer so even when I was six seven eight nine he was 
getting me into trouble and yep. <laughs> putting me in situations where I had to explain to my parents what I had just done. And uh, he's a great guy. Man. <laughs> he's an awesome, uh, awesome guy. In no way does this surprise me at all. I mean, at all. I've known Boyer, I guess, what year did I sell? I sold him that, that, I don't know if you've been to his house, but you know that old Mercury chop top car he's got? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, so I built the first version of that and sold it to him. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, they, he's got all kinds of cool hot rods, man. Yeah. He's, uh, hey, I, you can tell because he, every time he's doing the broadcast, he says hot rod about every other yeah. five seconds or so, right? Oh, these guys are going to sail these hot rods into the corner. Oh, man, this guy makes sense because he's got all kinds of projects going on, right? He's a maniac. Tell him you want to shoot his flamethrower. I didn't know he had a flamethrower. Oh yeah, now when he when his uh, was it when his first kid was born, we sent him one as a birth as a uh, a, a baby shower gift. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so listen, make sure you do that, and, and man, just go out and have fun. This life is a uh, life's a funny thing, man. It's you guys, it's all out in front of you, you know. And just because, uh, you know, it's it's the start of it, you know, and you're not in the chase this year, man. You got a lot. You got still got some great races to place to get some great points, and then next year, you know, you never know, man. Just it's uh, to the moon, my friend. I hope it's fantastic. I hope it's everything you want it to be. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, this sport is uh, its tough, man. It'll give, it'll take, and do everything in between. So uh, try to show up to the racetrack and put your best foot forward, have fun doing it. And, man, it's, uh, it'll its knock you on your butt quick if you let it. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a battle, which it should be. It should be tough. It should be hard. That's what makes it great, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, and Boyer good. Uh, I think Kurt Busch is great. Uh, I think, and you got to remember this, Denny Hamlin's a jackhole. He's always going to be a jackhole and don't learn anything from him. He's a jackhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, whatever you say, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'll be down. I'll be at the race this weekend. I'm going to stop by before the race, and I'll say hey at the car to you. Awesome, sounds great, man. Uh, right, I look forward to meeting you. I appreciate you, Harrison. Thank you for getting up and talking to us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, brother. Stay there, man. All right. I feel like I gave him good advice. I think so. I and think he handles so. a jackhole. <laughs> listen to Clint Boyer. I think that is actually that's good life advice in general. Yeah. No, Denny Denny Hamlin is a pinch faced twat of a human being. And Boyer wrung every bit of life he possibly could out of every day he's ever lived. <laughs> that is for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, I, de- I definitely like that kid because even talking to him off the air, you can tell. And he, whatever, he grew up with it. His dad was in it for over 20 years. But you could tell the respect on the phone. and the It's like the same talks I have with my son about, hey, because kids, kids can't do it anymore. You, you talk to him about, hey, look people in the eye. Hey, be direct with right. them. Hey, answer right, that question. Right, right, hey. Right, right. And like that kid, everything off the no, air, he, you could tell. I mean, he'll be fine. Well, because he's not a kid. He it's he is and he isn't. He's 21. That's a fact. He's chronologically a kid. But he's been racing for 16 years. He's been, he's not. And that's the thing you're like, I, I don't, you don't want to dwell on it because, but I'm like, what a crazy, for lack of a, a, an easier word, a dichotomy. Because it's, you know, he is so very young and he has 16 years of race experience but only 21 years of life experience yeah and so you're like god damn what how does this play out because you have this incredible ability you really do like you you've seen it all you think about at four years old he started to go fast yeah you know well that's the deal guys like him boyer like all when they talk about like he harrison burton got a go-kart at two had a quarter midget by the time he was four or five and then was racing by the time he was 11 so there's no like when Whitney and I had children and we're like, cover up all the outlets and move everything dangerous <laughs> yeah, up yeah. over three feet. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's none of that. They're like, oh. Boyer already with his kids is like, 
Oh, yeah. Get in the car. Let's go. Yeah, I was just learning how to throw up at 21. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details we all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing and once again toyota is leading the way we hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and toyota has them with more coming in but we also know a bev is not for everyone whether it's because of cost range or concern about finding a charging station when you need it plus the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited enter beyond zero Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.